0: Hello? Is anyone there? Justin and Jam in the morning. Yeah, just, just, just Jam in the morning. Sales and marketing with Justin and Jam. Hot, hot, hot cup of sales and marketing with Justin and Jam. Brulietta, Justin Brulietta is in the room. Ooh, hotel curtains. Love a good hotel curtain. Have a. I'm going to need a mute button today for <laughs> all the coughing and spluttering.
1: You sick? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I haven't figured out the mute button thing yet. Nah, no, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? What I was doing just before, you popped on, and I was listening to my ear pods attempting to open this without an actual opener, <laughs> so I found a coat hanger. <laughs> I was like whacking on it and then I just turned uh curtains. <laughs> awesome. Ah oh, beer. Excellent. Well played. Yeah, Seven fifty nine PM here. Yeah.
0: So you booked an early one for me. It's four fifty nine AM
1: Oh. Really?
0: But to make matters worse, I got kicked out of bed by a four year old at 3.40 a.m. So I was like, I thought we were at normal it. six. I'm going to work.
1: <laughs> oh, man. We could have gone later.
0: No, it's fine. It's good. I worked <laughs> out well
1: in the end. Yeah. I, I did not know that it was that time for you. All good. One of my Google uh, something gave me the wrong <laughs> translation of time, probably. Yeah, maybe a daylight saving adjustment or something. So here's my. Beautiful, next door. Look at that
0: beautiful mansard roof. It's very nice.
1: I just realized I see somebody's, like, kitchen, and they've got, like, all their, like, jams and peanut butter and jellies on a a thing. It's good. I don't live in a place (laughs) like this, so it's very, like, interesting to see what's across. Where are you now? In Birmingham, yeah. It's the same hotel I was in. When we, for the whole Autodesk thing, and I'm just staying a couple of days longer here in the same place.
0: Cool. The Autodesk thing happened at this hotel
1: No, the, they have at a, the uni. They have a head, like headquarters. They have an office, that's what they call the tech center in Birmingham. Yeah. It's not in the city center and I'm in the city center. I don't know which way it was. Honestly, we got on buses and got there. You're way more awake than I would be yeah. at that time in the morning. I don't understand how you do this. <laughs> impressive. There's something about the novelty that helps.
0: (laughs) The novelty of... I've always found this. Like, if I have to get up super early or at a slightly different time, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then the novelty of getting up at that super early hour kind of keeps me buzzed and awake. It's
1: it's not because we're like a morning show, like you're on the radio. (laughs) In the morning. That's how I really need to...
0: I don't need a Nerf gun. I was trying to reach for something else. you a Nerf gun office. I really need to like hook this up in real time. So oh. In the morning. It, do you play piano? Uh, no.
1: You just have a
0: piano. I like pianos. Mm. Sure. I've never learned, but yeah. I've always enjoyed having musical things to <laughs> hack around on. <laughs> But before we went online, I was fiddling with uh, Adobe Audition. I was like, "Why? I know you. Why should be using this for recording the sessions rather than QuickTime?" Yeah.
1: And then I just got, discovered
0: easy. the effects rack and started putting, you know, delay and reverb on things. It's good. For
1: <laughs> just all of a sudden, like super reverbed.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's it? How's your trick been?
1: Great, actually. It's been a whirlwind, like of. It, it, I don't know, like left probably at the wrong, like I flew at the wrong time. Probably if I could have chose better, I think I would have flown earlier in the morning on my time. Cause I basically flew from 4 PM and got there at like 11 in the morning. So if I just would have shifted oh, everything, weird. I would have been more on a normal like yeah. day. And I just basically <laughs> chose like the worst kind of schedule. I got there, was super tired, basically took a nap for an hour. That's basically what everybody else seemed to have done, too. So we were kind of all shot yeah. for the first, you know, bit. And then, of course, had a full day. And then we went out for drinks till midnight after that. But it was really great. I feel grateful to have been included. Ended up being kind of what I suspected, but it's like feedback as well as like brainstorming kind of stuff around Fusion 360. Yeah. So I saw a lot of cool potential concept stuff. A lot of stuff I'm super awesome. excited about. Um, cool. There's like a group of people that they call their advisory board. And I was in that group and got lucky enough to be picked to go. So it was fun. It was was a good time. I I walked around. I did like 12,000 steps today in the city. And it was sunny, which was really nice because it's been a little dreary. And it's awesome. Good stuff. Just nice to be in a different place for the first time in a while yeah that's awesome yeah i you'll enjoy that you do a quiz before the session started to kind of like as an icebreaker mm-hmm. and you put in your own name the second day i was like i'm gonna call myself the wood guy because i'm the only person in this whole place that works with wood <laughs> <laughs> and i won of yeah. course so then just that one time so then the rest of the day every time i'd have a conversation with somebody i didn't quite know they're like you're the wood guy <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. How have we been? Fine. A little sick.
0: Sick. Yeah, I've been a little sick this week. <clears throat> so you'll have to excuse my husky voice because I lost my voice on Tuesday. Did you take up smoking? Uh, had a, no, I had a <laughs> big day in Melbourne, <laughs> which I shouldn't have done, but I was had some site visits and I felt hmm. okay on the day. Oh, yeah, yeah and by the end of the day i was at a client's place and we were doing some r&d stuff and my voice just started slipping away it's been really crappy ever since but an incredibly unproductive week for me
1: yeah i bet yeah and
0: partly because yeah i wasn't feeling well but also i just feel like i've lost my flow with with work a bit not not exactly procrastinating but being very ineffective at times and so yeah. yeah really dropped the ball in terms of what i had to achieve this week <laughs> just frustrating yep. had a few of those yeah yeah by thursday night i was pretty annoyed with myself and then friday day off different headspace i was at home and just had a bit of time and fiddling around in rhino on that of yeah. parts configurator idea yeah, and yeah. i was just Really nice sort of headspace to be in. Yeah, yeah. More of a sort of playful, like a new. You know, I've got a list of some quotes that I felt like I should have got out this week, and I didn't.
1: So you're getting a but decent amount being of. in that space it, of. Custom quotes for those. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm doing sort of one a day, typically. Something like it's that. Pretty good. And they That's do take great. a bit of time. They do take a bit of time. To yeah. Put together and price. So, yeah, that'll be a bit of a time saver. That Rhino file sort of patches it all together. That's great fun.
1: I just imagined, we'll, we'll put a link to it, but you made a little video for Instagram I saw, and I was just imagining some kind of like slider in Grasshopper that like you'd crank up like rows or like, and it just kind of assembles. <laughs> for yeah, you. that'd be cool. I mean, it'd be kind of a little too arbitrary probably, but some kind of randomizer and snap points, and that's the fun of Grasshopper though. Yeah,
0: I've, I've always found that challenging with our shelving products because typically they are kind of eccentric and staggered and particularly with parts, you can kind of arrange it in almost a sort of infinite number of configurations, but even mm-hmm. our old slot-together shelving, it was just a little bit too erratic or, or organic or something to re- ever sort of work out how to build that out. Yeah, for sure in a really expandable fashion. I I used to try and build fusion models and grasshopper models of it and I could never get it to be as dynamic as I wanted it to be because it just had that sort of inorganic. uh, Sorry, a little bit too organic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can kind of imagine maybe like a pattern, a rectangular pattern in fusion with suppressions or something, maybe. Yeah. But even that wouldn't really. One of those things that you think that you could just do it any way and it would look good but most likely it actually takes a few attempts to like make it actually look good or like work in the space or something
0: i mean with the bookshelves you could maybe do it some more algorithmically because all the spacings are for book dimensions yeah so maybe there'd be a way to kind of get a program to like really optimize and go (laughs) slot stuff in It's not so much about how it looks, it's about optimizing book storage, but for a product like Kidaparts, which is a bit more display, aesthetic, look nice in a room. Yeah, I don't know.
1: But I was trying to imagine, and it's like you get halfway through one of these grasshopper scripts in your head, or even like a scratch of it, and it is like, doing the slider would, you'd be finding like endpoints of dowels, and when the slider would be like trying to pull them across in a grid until they found something to snap to and then like the nearest point point. and by like scaling the size of the x and y and z it could i don't know yeah. it's still like too much work probably for how easy you made it <laughs> but <laughs> it's cool it yeah. actually I worked pretty well for the NAC wall stuff i just realized like that little like thing you're doing like being able to drop stuff in and quote it that way
0: yeah Yeah, yeah, that's my shortcut for now until we can work out a way to give customers direct access to something like that. Mm -hmm. That'll just speed up my quoting workflow. Get my quotes out the door. I definitely missed the ball this week. Quotes by week, what did (laughs) I? Don't do it. Uh, How short was I? Yeah, and I did. Quoted 30K and I should be doing 50 a week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man.
0: And, and a lot of that was Aaron, actually. Aaron
1: did most. pull definitely kept the ro- show on the road this week. I just got a text from my wife, and it just blew my eardrums. <laughs> I don't oh, know why she, it's so loud. Is it, a, <laughs> is it her birthday today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I saw that. She was very selfless. And Monday was our anniversary. And then oh, gosh. today <laughs> is her birthday. Oh, wow. I had some... Plans for that, so it wasn't. We also went out, kind of celebrate our anniversary through the weekend, so the previous weekend, so that worked out nice. But yeah, cool. It always feels a little bit odd. It is strange to go on the one trip through that time alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also loves to travel, especially to Europe. Oh, uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, can hit the road together. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could tell you about all the stuff I saw the fusion things. It's like uh, uh, it's no. just ringing around my head. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you're gonna love some of this stuff. Does that make the product
0: more frustrating to use, knowing that there's functionality that could or might be there, but isn't
1: there yet? Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, what I actually, and I had some time to give them feedback about in person, but I've been. Using M1 computers since they came out, and it's it's taken forever. That's been one of the things that's been driving I me mean, crazy. I've actually considered you're gonna laugh, but grabbing a Windows PC that we have in our our miller room and just using that for a while. I just feel when I really want to get into CAM, I feel really my computer half the time just doesn't want to work. It's like being eaten to death by the RAM needs of Fusion. Yeah, right. I don't know.
0: This is on your M- M1 Pro hmm
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I think it would have helped I my advice for sure is to get more than 16 gigs of RAM because it just in my experience so far that's the thing it usually once it hits that it kind of just keeps eating RAM until it runs out and then it's like oh, I gotta do something and it like swaps and
0: yeah anyway yeah I've been pretty happy with fusion on my that's good macbook At the same time, I'm not using it that heavily at the moment. Yeah. John does all the cam on my previous laptop, which is the ThinkPad. Mm -hmm. And Josh does all the sort of heavy detailing on his PC laptop as well. So um, I guess I'm using it pretty lightly, but I do. I am frustrated by like the Rhino performance on it. Yeah.
1: Definitely. But making do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, you know, you're probably more in the honeymoon phase of having the new computer, whereas, like, totally. now yeah. I'm in, like, the second time I was like, oh, this is a little bit faster, but then I have too many days of feeling like my computer's going to melt from RAM overuse, and then it's really one of the few programs that's <laughs> like that, too, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. This is kind of a weird little thing that I put in. It hasn't been as successful as one would like, but I put this little thing in on the dust boot product page i was trying to yeah. think through catch them before they leave if they have questions and i haven't answered it or it's just too there's too much to digest and my thought was to like i made a button that goes to a Airtable form and the idea was twofold was so it'd be like if john found the dust boot i wanted to send it to you yeah it captures the email and sends an email through air table with a cut sheet of oh. the information about the dust boot and yeah, yeah. then at the end of that form you can say contact me for follow-up and you can also just send it to yourself it will like CC you. there's two options and i've had two people do that within like two days of it going live on there and i was like cool. that seemed worth my time it's like half an hour to make a form and put a button on the on the page and then you get basically like a lead for a conversation at least and both of them had a couple of questions that they just wanted to answered and i don't know whether that made it easier or that was just the first thing i saw but i wasn't getting really a ton of those questions previously so worked out already oh. and i can imagine it being Useful for you potentially with like if you had I don't know if that's a common thing but I know with businesses in particular right you you have a different buying process than somebody just paying with a credit card like a consumer so yeah on your dust page yeah underneath the photos on the left is one and then underneath the benefits in the center there's another one it's like it says something like email me a cut sheet or something like that. Uh. Uh, what, what?
0: I'm not sense. familiar with the expression
1: "cut sheet." Uh, what is that? Spec mean? sheet? Okay. One sheet. There's a few names for it. I should. I could probably like A/B test it, but
0: <clears throat> I tried. Interesting. So it's kind of just putting the spec sheet behind a pay, not a paywall,
1: but but behind a an email c- yeah. capture wall, right? You know, and I considered just like. I'm not really trying to like capture their info. Like I genuinely was thinking in the beginning, I know a decent amount of people use their email, like a bookmark or like a way to remember stuff. So they'll like email themselves things. Right. And so that kind of idea of like, oh, I should send this to my manager or our foreman or. And so that was where the first part of that idea came, but I don't have any reason to keep that a secret. You know, it just, it just was like the way I thought to do it, I guess at first. Hmm. That's cool. And then that does that automatically send a a thing? You could send it to yourself. Yeah. Send Gmail from the automation in when a form comes in. Yep. And I made a PDF that has that information, just basically all the info you could want on one sheet. So you could like print it out and walk it over to somebody and say, here, we should get this, you know? Yeah, Yeah. nice. That's
0: a cool idea. I don't know if it'll.
1: I just tried it out. Nice. I'll probably get an email.
0: You got a bank. (laughs) oh look at your fancy pdf (laughs) with graphs and qr codes
1: are you sold i'm sold i don't know i just i'll probably refine the idea over time but i was surprised i got one within 24 hours of putting that on the website Mm. like that it immediately converted somebody and i always think like that's got to be better than them leaving and forgetting about it you know it's somewhere else, yeah. In their hands, yeah. No, that's cool. Good idea. I like it. Yeah.
0: yeah. My my only feedback would be that an Australian wouldn't know what cut sheet means. But what would you call that? Spec sheet. Yeah, good. That's just as good. In the context of CNC stuff, cut sheet to me just sounds like a strange <laughs> term for like cutting, cutting files. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, Uh, speaking of copy, I've been toying with the idea of bringing a copywriter on board. Full time? No, 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 no. I was going to say, dang, (laughs) dang. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's someone in town who I know is a copywriter and she works as a contractor for various small businesses. And I've been meaning to have a coffee with her and just explore that idea. Yeah, Because the more I learn about marketing, I feel like the the less I know about copywriting and yeah. I feel like it's a pretty important thing. Sure. So I'd love to have a chat with her and explore that, but yeah, we'll see. I'll report yeah.
1: back. Definitely something I've thought about. <clears throat> definitely haven't made it to a place where I feel like that would be smart, but it, it's definitely something I do. Is yeah. I'm not a good writer and nobody else would has i've really had nobody else that probably would be qualified either so i can imagine my friend chester hires somebody to do copywriting for their products locally thinks it's a you know a good idea and i was like yeah that's i would love to do that
0: yeah cool how's uh progress back home in the shop
1: pretty good i think we uh, got photos we got the kind of like next round of prototypes of our duct tower oh cool and so there's like powder coat versions now we revised it Uh, a couple different ways and we're testing different support methods whether it needs like a brace or a little thicker material and there's kind of always like this back and forth between more pieces versus thicker material for us it's like and different you know whether it's steel or aluminum and the weight benefits costs and so we're just honestly i think at this point, like Ricky said, they looked great, and worked pretty well. So, just kind of picking at this point, which one's the best method, and should be able to start cool. selling those soon, I think. Awesome. We got brushes for the dust boot, the stock, of like off-the-shelf version, and putting it together a final time. Then we're gonna hopefully just start running actual parts. So, should be this yeah. week, I think they'll start shipping. I'm hoping it's upcoming week. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Were you waiting on the brushes to uh, finalize the acetyl components?
1: Yeah. Trickier than, you know, to get to kind of respirate, right. and then I think once we get it, it will be pretty smooth, but I didn't want to start cut. Like, the cutting actually won't take that long, you know, like all, t- all told, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it would be more costly and wasteful to have half of it cut and then have to change something, so once ah, it absolutely. starts, it shouldn't be too bad. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I really enjoy machining seat tool because of how well it holds detail and yeah. features. It's lovely.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's- Laura uses it in her sculptures quite a lot, mm-hmm. and buys it in in sheets. Yep. And I, I t- I'm typically Laura's machinist. Yeah, but on weekends and after and hours and thing after mm-hmm. hours and yeah, yeah it's. I think I've learned a lot machining acetal. It's kind of other than ma- making aluminium parts. It's kind of the closest I've got to being a proper machinist.
1: Yeah, it's very it's very solid and stable. Way mm. differently than wood. Yeah, cut quite a bit of it for a client where we did like fifty runs of his product where it had two sizes of acetal, polycarbonate, and UHMW. Uh-huh. So like we we got pretty good at. They couldn't have any fuzz on any of the holes that went through and there was like 300 holes a sheet. You got pretty good at (laughs) doing that well. Have you you ever done thread
0: milling on your router on the shop saver?
1: No, but you've made me think about it a lot after seeing you guys do it. Uh,
0: I remember I bought some little M6 multi-thread multi-pitch thread mills years Hmm. ago because I I wanted to do small thread milling operations. Had some ideas for a product. I never set it up. I still, to this day, I don't think I've used a multi, whatever they're called, a multi thread thread mill. I'm I don't I've only used those single points.
1: Yeah. I've only used, I always forget the name, form tool, thread forming. It actually just presses in, it twists and press. It doesn't cut. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, like form, it takes a lot of, a lot of torque. Tap. Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the mill. Yeah. Pa- rigid, rigid tapping. That's what it's called. I could never, there's yeah, so many damn yeah. types. I'd only done that a couple times. It actually is surprisingly, I'm sure it's easy for lmos people, but I have to go and look it up. Andy had, had done the kind of R&D to figure out that there's a formula. It correlates to your pitch, I believe. That's how you get your yeah. like feed rate, which is yeah, very interesting. And then it's terrifying. It gets to the bottom, stops, goes backwards on its own. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine the HSD spindles liking any of that low speed, high torque stuff. You
1: no, know, ours can't do that because it doesn't index the cutter at all. Oh, like that's true. Yeah, it doesn't have any capability to. I think there is a one of them. I think it, uh, like maybe the next level F of the Shop Savers do have an option. Yeah, but right. Ours is just well, a spinning machine. Yeah, yeah. I did learn. Maybe this is more widely known, but I it kind of blew my mind. I went to a session on probing, mostly for like mills with like rashot probes, and uh just like super smart people that have been making code for like and studying the metrology of how probing works, which I said in the session cuz I was like he <laughs> went through this whole thing on how you can, well, A, like you need to calibrate probes, of course, but usually like dial them in with an indicator. So there's as little run out as, you know, feasibly possible. But I didn't think about this. Like our Renishaw OMP40, depending on which way it touches, will have a different amount of accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, cause it's literally just a switch inside. And he was just talking about all the different little factors. I mean, it amounts to things that in my, Interests for accuracy isn't reasonable, but the probe always has to come in in the same way, then, or otherwise, it yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, god, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen they've brought in a bunch of probing stuff into Fusion over the last few years, which is cool.
1: Yeah, I think
0: I don't know it, I don't know anything about it.
1: It's in preview, I believe, yeah, but okay. the- which means like anybody can use it that has Fusion. One of, those, one of those feature flags you can do live machine connection for your probe only hosses can do it currently but it's i saw it in person and it was i mean for a lot of machines right like you could do it with a 3d printer right but for some reason because it's connected between a computer with and, and a Haas vf2 it's kind of mind-blowing <laughs> because of how like disconnected those things have been for so long so he's probing yeah. and every time it would hit a probe spot, you'd see where the probe was like in a simulation manufacturing space. And then the machine would be in that spot and it would check whether cool. it was good or not. And then you can like update that or the one that I thought was really cool was part alignment. So it'll actually like recalibrate mm. everything and it can be in like three, four or five axes. It's just, yeah. Awesome. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm hoping there's more. Adoption of that, but it takes working with the machine tool vendors, I guess, which makes sense. Yeah, very, very closely, Mm -hmm. I imagine, Mm -hmm. to get all of that to work. (laughs) Yeah. Put some points in the bucket of buying a horse to me, though. (laughs) Yeah,
0: for sure. Would
1: you do your uh, thing? (laughs) The presentation? Uh, It's
0: it's coming up this week. Ah. Hope you Uh, get your voice back. Yeah, I know.
1: Dad's on voice rest all weekend. (laughs) I got a little bit of work on the plane over. It was such a weird... Everybody like fell asleep on the plane from Portland to Amsterdam at like 9 p.m. And I was like, I guess I'm the only one awake (laughs) on the plane. It seems, I mean, there's a few people, but all the lights were off but mine. And I was like sketching and like working in fusion. And I was working on trying to figure out. The last few things on how I want to revise the pedestals for our ATC rack. I keep having yep. more people, which is awesome. Like ask about when they'll be available. And I think the people, especially with the five foot wide machines, I think, I don't remember where I have it, notes about it. Maybe it's just a video I made that they can get like 16 tools. They're like salivating for that idea. Cause it's a significant amount more than you can get any other way. It'll be nice. Yeah. Try and capture that interest. Get on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think, I mean, one of the biggest challenges, I think I've already talked about it, but the biggest challenge is that I think I'm going to try and And like not overthink and and just get them out there for sale. Did you say this last time? Might have been. Might have been my friend Mm -hmm. Joe, but I was just suggesting to like try to start a group of like basically beta test customers that would still be buying it, but. They have the understanding that we're not going to have like a full-fledged guide of how to install them. We have yeah. the code, I, you know, like how you can change the, the WinCNC things as a, as a document. But I think there's a lot of customers that could be needing more of a guided tour, like one-on-one. That part seems daunting to me with trying mm-hmm. to facilitate that remotely of like, how do I tap into the table and like, you know, do all the modifications the machine would need. Which isn't extensive, but if you've not done any, if you buy the machine and just run it and don't think about the code or the stuff like that, that's where I get a little, like, gun shy of selling hopefully a lot of them and then having to do, like, one-on-one support to get each one installed, you know? But
0: Yeah, there's a lot of work in that documentation, for sure. (laughs) So getting them out to a select group who don't need that support, why not? Yeah, Get feedback faster.
1: Close that feedback loop. I'm just salivating, too, to get that, get those parts making up on the mill because it just sits mm. there too much. And it's like finally a thing yeah. that we'll just be able to run for a bit, make itself some money. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah, I've got to keep those machines moving. <laughs> this one will literally start rusting inside if I don't keep it mm. properly conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> How's the pencil sharpener been? Have you done anything with that lately? You're not running it anymore. Not m-
0: Not personally, no. It's reasonably busy. It's still got heaps of capacity on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Heaps. But yeah, John's been doing a bunch of R&D on it and running production parts. it has been working on that new aluminum hook detail. Is that from the router? Yeah, that's on the router.
1: Nice.
0: And then all the little custom dowel bolts and things on the pencil sharpener. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's been cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that machine does sit dormant for days out of the week just cause it's too efficient, Uh it's good. It's good headroom for us
1: Espe- yeah, to know especially, that we have
0: that capacity.
1: I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know a comparison. It doesn't seem a problem if it cost you a million dollars and it sat there all the time, it would have probably been, you know, stupid, you know, capital wise, yeah. but like that it's so cost effective. Yeah. It's pretty small. Yeah, it's Doesn't take
0: a up a bunch deal. of floor space. No, yeah, vertical, small, small footprint, which is cool too. In the in the sense of, if we ever got to a point where we needed more output, we could clone it, make another one, and put it next to it. Yeah, Have a little army of pencil sharpness. That's kind yeah. of the dream, I think. That's an army of pencil sharpeners. Just continue to expand the KidaParts universe until we need that. But.
1: Can your bar feeder someday be like a pencil box open? And they just kind of slide <laughs> it out and in and then it... <laughs> you can call it the pencil box?
0: Yeah. Move to lights out machining. I'd have to fix the interference issue that it gets at the moment. Oh, I think yeah. there's some weird electrical interference thing, which is wigging out the USB drives. Comes up oh. with this USB error. Intermittently, yeah, the machine just stops, and you have to walk over and reset it and go again, and that kind of limits any sort of fully hands-off operation at the moment.
1: Yeah, not sure how you like somebody with a lot more electrical engineering knowledge about like where to put a ferrite or like a power cleaner or something. Yeah. Sort of
0: feels like it seems to be linked to when the Makita spindles switch off, power down on, on yeah. off the relay, and there's hm. like a little. You can always you can always see it in the screen. There's like a little flicker of power, Weird. sort of power spike or something, as the spindles shut down, and then not always, but yeah, when the, that USB error triggers, it's often at that point. A little bit of dirty power to clean up, but yeah, yeah. yeah well beyond my pay grade and understanding of electrical things hmm yeah for sure i find the maso platform a little bit like there's heaps of stuff online but it's kind of in that weird space of like semi-industrial but also hobby yeah home-built machines and so i think because of how many controllers they have in the home-built space they're quite protective of their time like it's very hard to pick up the phone and you can't just pick up the phone and talk to a maso tech because mm. Yeah, like they keep everyone at like arm's length of like, oh, have you looked in the forums? Like, go and answer your own question in the forum because that's where like the hobby space exists. Interesting. Whereas we're kind of at the industrial end and we just want to pick up the phone and get a human to talk through a technical uh, issue. So I don't know.
1: I wonder if you can, I don't know, somehow like use the clout of how you've used it in a unique way and show it on another. Level to like somebody that the owner or something, right? Somebody that's up higher, like through like a not through a you know a conventional means. I don't know how you get a hold yeah. of that person. How often it's like Instagram DM that works the best, right? Like, well, yeah.
0: When we when the pencil sharpener came online, Masso did DM us, uh, and uh, we're interested in using it as an like a promo example. I don't know, if nothing ever happened with that. I did send them some video footage at one stage, but.
1: Like only if I was, get
0: was, some direct support.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a,
0: a a marketing contact rather than a technical contact. But <laughs> How much longer are you there?
1: Sunday morning, very early. It's Friday for you now, right? It is Friday. Yes, I had to think for. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: it's Friday. Going to a soccer match tomorrow, Should be fun. That's cool. <laughs> I like going to inter- well, international. I guess it's just foreign to me, soccer matches and the crowds and the experience is always very unique. Even if it's the same game, like it's, it's always unique and interesting. Somebody recommended like this, ch- this pot pie that has curry in it at the game. And I was, I'm kind of, kind of looking forward to that. Awesome. Is that not a thing back home? I've never had curry in a pot
0: pie before. Oh, sorry, not in the pie, but just like good Indian food. Is that, Oh, a yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. It seems <laughs> British people will probably be mad at me for this. The food is very bland Sick. here. It's very bland. And I think they kind of know that too. And so I had this thought as I was t- chatting with Aaron about it. I was like, I wonder if people love Indian food. It like, has a lot of flavor and spice to it. You know, it's like unique. <laughs> It's just so different in comparison. I had some actually tonight at a pretty good place, too. I did have the fish and chips, of course, as well. It's a couple nights ago. <laughs> Making the rounds of... And in- I've had English breakfast, which was not as weird as I was expecting. It's just different from what I've had before, I guess, or what I'm used to. Huh. Sausages Chill. and baked beans and... What were the eggs? Boiled eggs? Boiled eggs? <laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that beer looks pretty good.
1: pretty good at five in the morning five forty nine yeah it does taste better i wonder if it's just like being here that makes it feel like it tastes different than it (laughs) does in america cool yeah i find it very hard to get basically any work done i'd like wake up a little bit early one morning and i do like some emails which is like eight hours ahead of home i was like do i send quotes in the middle of the night for people? Like, is that weird? <laughs> and I have like an auto-response on my emails. They would at least have known that I'm not around. Are you working in G Suite? Or what's your mail at? Yeah, G Suite. Yeah, typically. But those quotient, I like send quotes directly. Oh yeah, you can send later now. Directly. <laughs> Damn it. In question. Yeah.
0: I know you can in G Suite. Can you do that in Quotient? Yeah, too? that
1: just started the last month. Hey. You can now send later, and yes. I totally forgot that was a thing.
0: Cool. That's good to know. Yeah.
1: Good I did start after know. we were chatting about that zero, Quotient to zero connection in Xavier. I was playing with it the other day, and I didn't finish it because I didn't. It doesn't quite do everything that I want it to do, I don't think. But I think it's very feasible if you didn't need the detail of like line items in your invoices and inside of Zero. Like if you're translating things from, from Quotient or if you just want like the total, their customer's information. Like you could straight up like yeah. do the whole process and probably do an automatic send invoice email from Zapier. Once the quote totally. is accepted, it's like totally possible.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. That bit's easy enough. I think I was talking to Sarah about that during the week, and I think because we've built our system in Airtable really around that connection between Airtable and Zero, eh. and now we've been trying to make Quotient work. Quotient sits outside our little our system a little bit, so we've got this weird workflow where if a job is approved in Quotient, it's still Airtable is always the master. Mm -hmm. So when a quote is marked as one in Airtable, it pulls that quote information through into production. Yeah. So the way we've got it set up at the moment is Airtable's constantly monitoring zero, looking for approved invoices and looking and matching reference numbers and going, cool, quote, 500 was approved, looking for a unique identifier that was mm. assigned with to a line item quote in Airtable, and then going, and cool, and grab that and pull that through into production status. So, quotient currently is kind of sitting outside of that workflow. So, we're mm. making a little bit more work for ourselves. But, and Sarah, I think we're just dump quotient because she just feels like it's unnecessary work. But I'm still convinced that it's going to be better for us in terms of quote conversions.
1: Oh, so yeah, I, I, I bet so too. So, you were sending quotes through zero before. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I found that to be very clunky. I tried that a couple times. I didn't like it particularly.
0: Yeah, I think our ideal would be to send quotes directly from Airtable, like using Page Designer or something. I totally, yeah, you could totally uh, do that. But 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 it's hard to do like that lovely like optional multiple choice stuff. Oh yeah, Christian sure does.
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking too. You could easily use the formatter in Zapier to like send a deposit only invoice. By just cutting it, if you do like a percentage, you could easily yeah, cut the yeah. total in half and probably even create two invoices. Like we usually have a deposit and a, a final because people pay mm. by card pretty often. So they have to have, you can't do partial payments in zero here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I had an interesting... Yeah. Somebody that was very interested to talk about the potential of Airtable connecting to Fusion somehow. They like came up to me at lunch. Ironically, the whole table that I was sitting with was all their customers, and they all used Airtable as well. Prayer it like it's it's become like a thing. And I think it's probably from podcast, I'm guessing. There's a lot of machine shops that use it. Anyway, there's no what sort of connections? Well, they just deterred other people were using it, and that it's a really powerful tool and has all this capability for you know anybody that wants to use it. And I, you know, my desire initially would be that it can connect to our tool library pull tool library data back and forth because we keep all that information in Airtable. but then we also keep all of it in in infusion it's disconnected so it'd be a good way to be able to like Mm. pull back and forth like numbers and quantity and i mean you could even similar to probably how like you manage a shopify like that right could hopefully Right back and forth. I said, even if the simple answer is to just allow Zapier to connect, I'm sure a lot of people Mm -hmm. would be happy with that too. And I'm sure there's a huge conversation about how that all works, but they're pretty open about using the API in general. It's just, you've got to know how to code to like do that. Who's open, Autodesk or? Yeah, Fusion has a pretty pretty decent API capability. Oh, we just need to
0: learn how to code. Oh, that's yes. going to be my retirement plan, I think. Coding,
1: <laughs> yeah, might be too late. It'll be all, all be automatic by then. <laughs> It'll be like a AI. dolly for code. That already exists, doesn't it? Probably. I mean, that's kind of what Airtable is, right? It's like no-code application creation, basically. And there's like all these other things that I you know Rob Lockwood uses something that, like, creates apps by no code. Grimsmo talks about that thing he uses for group. I don't remember what that was oh, called. App sheets. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. I've yeah. heard a lot of good things about app sheets.
1: <laughs> I played with that, actually. It's funny, like, right before you started talking about that, somebody brought that up. S- sorry, Airtable. <laughs> don't look. <laughs> don't listen.
0: <sighs> so I'm much work to change, you. that
1: kind of stuff, though.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. I did build, since last week, I did... With our we've got one client who's like our biggest client. We have a really good working relationship. I go to their office pretty much every week for two or three hours and just work on R and D and upcoming projects and stuff. Yep. We, can, we kinda we kind of work quite collaboratively on designs and he's pretty much always got jobs in our system. And so I filtered out a view, a production view in Airtable the other day uh, just his jobs and just kind of reduced Yep like noise of how many fields were v- visible and just shared a live link to that. So <laughs> he can now click, click on a link and just see like what status these nice. jobs are at and when, when our projected completion dates are. And cause he has to, you know, he's often planning, you know, trucks and pickups and things. And it was good. It was a nice little experiment. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of people message
1: about that. Me too. Yeah. The pizza tracker.
0: Yeah, someone sent me a link to like an RV company. Thank you, person, for sending that through. An RV company that does like forty RVs a week or something, and you can go onto this page on their website, and it's basically they obviously use Airtable because you can search pretty much exactly that. Like, <laughs> oh, you can really? Search the job number and pull up the status of your vehicle.
1: <laughs> oh, you should st- put a link to the. I'll share that link. Yeah, RV company visa <laughs> tracker. Alex. Wrote me back. He said, you <laughs> he heard on the podcast, we were talking about ejective frames. Oh, the guy that sent me that book recommendation. He's done a ton with Airtable. Uh, like he uses Bubble Sheets. You can do it with data, uh, yeah. from Air, data from Airtable using Bubble. He's built a pizza tracker for his clients. Cool.
0: Yeah, Bubble's another one of those no-code platforms, <laughs> isn't it? I still haven't adjusted to workspaces in Apple. I lose things constantly. I have too many desktops open.
1: I just don't use them, Cause I, cause of that, probably because of that reason, because I can't figure out where stuff is. <laughs> just all goes in one minute bucket.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. <clears throat> well, I don't okay. have anywhere to be, but, you know, uh-huh. I don't want to make this impossible to edit for Don, either.
1: <laughs> That's kind of you.
0: He doesn't get a choose. Oh, so grumpy oh, this morning, getting... Pushed out of a warm bed by a petulant four-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. So, I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> here you go, mom.
0: <laughs> I'm sick. Well, Laura's really good at staying. Laura's great at staying really calm and just like collected. It, whereas I'm just like I just get really frustrated and angry that I'm being pushed out of a warm bed.
1: Oh, I can't imagine
0: what's Aaron doing for her birthday.
1: She's doing a thing with her girlfriends. Yeah, she seems like she's got things figured out and planned for entertaining cool. for the weekend. I'm not looking forward to the the flight back. Situation. I would, I would like to just like transport back real quick, but not how that works. Teleport. Yeah, mm-hmm. the up Don. <laughs> There's a couple of the guys from like the Netherlands that took a one-hour flight here. They're like messaging us. We're all here already. They're like, what's the weather like? Should I bring shorts? <laughs> Literally like on. one hour. And then like left after the final session. We're home before we had like started dinner. <laughs> it was so fast. Crazy. Yeah. How long? How long's a flight to the UK for you? Is that like about as far as it Like 23 hours or something. <laughs> oh man. Something
0: horrible. Lose a day. Yeah, yeah. I've only oh. done that once or twice,
1: but it is, yeah, it's a, it's a heavy one. It's an eerie thing. I think because you're probably somewhat similar because of so much of America is such a, such a big thing. That's usually where I end up flying that it, it's yeah. pretty eerie to be like flying North over like Canada over like, not quite to the Antarctic or the Antarctic, what's the North side? I don't remember. It's the Arctic uh, Circle. Yeah. Iceland and, and mm-hmm. Greenland. And I couldn't cool. see out the window, but I'd see on the map thing and be like, oh, God, here we go. For- We're going over the water <laughs> in this cold, cold water. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I got nothing else. Cool. Um, Enjoy your evening. Yeah. It's pretty. I might just sit at home and out so late. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Not, yeah. not that young anymore. Used <laughs> <laughs> still watching Netflix and, and going to course. bed. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Hope feel you feel better. Good. Thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> Have a good night. See ya. Yeah. Bye. I lost my voice. We were at like a drag bar. It was so loud that we were just yelling to each other the whole time talking. And at one point, I was talking to this guy from Autodesk and I just, it just stopped. I just started squeaking. It was just, it like a teen kid.